0: All right, welcome to a bonus episode of the You Dad Me at Hello podcast. Two Dad's Opinions. You didn't ask for it, but we're here anyway. Again, this is a bonus episode, audio only, anywhere you can get your uh, podcasts. Today's topic is a dream card in wrestling. Uh, I'm going to have Andy uh, hit us off and let us know uh, what some of the rules are and uh, what rosters we're choosing from. Um, So why don't we uh, do that?
1: yeah you know this is something that i i've given some thought to you know we're used to doing tournament style episodes i thought let's think outside the box here what's something different that we can do and you know something in the wrestling i guess community if you want to call it that uh they always talk about dream matches you know people always want to see you know uh hulk hogan in his prime versus you know stone cold in his prime um so kind of what i put together was let's put a roster from one year from one particular, you know, organization versus a different year um, in another organization. So taking those two rosters and who would you want to see go against each other? Um, And what we're going to look at today is probably two of the best rosters that you've ever seen in wrestling history. And that is the 2002 WWE, WWF roster, which was right around the, um, the roster split that they had between Ron SmackDown and going against the 1997 WCW roster. Now, the reason I chose these two rosters was, you know, the WWE roster in 2002, you had such a unique, um, a unique roster at that time you had a lot of veterans in that group who were towards the end of their run um you know such as you know hogan uh stone cold the rock but then you had a lot of up and comers as well you know new new faces you know people like brock lesnar you had the cruiserweights this is after the wcw had already closed out so you had a lot of uh, their stars coming over as well and then 1997 wcw This was the height of nwo and this is when they were on a hiring spree and it was a who's who in wrestling at that time because they were head to head against the wwf in the monday night wars Um, again a lot of veterans you had the nwo you had the cruiserweights you had a lot of international talent so these two rosters were absolutely stacked So what we're going to do is go over who we want to see against each other. And, you know, basically the rules are we're only going over five matches. We're going to keep it really short and simple. What we're going to have is a traditional five on five matchup. So that's going to be one match. We're going to have a tag team match, and then we're going to have three singles matches. So we're going to have, you know, you're basically an opener, a mid card, and then what's your main event? So we're going to go back and forth if there's a matchup that one of us said because we don't know what matches we chose. So if there's a matchup that one of us already said that we chose, scratch it. We're going to we're going to go back into some other matches that we picked because we basically picked a little bit more um than we were supposed to just in case that happened because we don't want to pick the same thing. And we'll we'll basically book it. Um you know, who would win, how would it would go down, whatever you want to talk about you know, that, that particular matchup, why you want to see it. Um, Yeah. We'll go from there. And I'm really curious as to what you picked.
0: Yeah. I'm super excited. Um, I was watching, wrestling from about ninety five, ninety six on to about 2002 2003 so i know very well uh both of these rosters wcw i wasn't as into but a lot of these names obviously ended up becoming household names over the years um even some of the lower names on on the wcw roster when i say lower maybe not used correctly um or or to their you know um To their ability Um, so uh, super excited about it Um, if you have any thoughts uh, as you listen to this um, if you have any dream matches that you're thinking of on these two cards uh, feel free uh, to leave a comment we are on YouTube um, we are on Facebook um, and then we are on anywhere you can get your audio podcast so today you're probably listening uh, because it's audio only on places like Spotify Google podcast Apple podcast um, and a bunch of others um, there are a good amount but anchor um, anchor.fm slash you dad me at hello is where you can find all of our links to all of the audio podcasts um, and so again feel free to reach out on Facebook um, and uh, comment below the link to this video which will be out uh, or I'm sorry the link to this audio and uh, feel free to, to you know let us know how you thought about our picks and throw your own picks in there too. So uh starting it off, um I think we both agreed we did our five on fives first. Yes. Um so if you don't mind, this is your baby. So why don't you start off and let us know what your five on five pick is. Uh did you come up with any sort of event name or or location or theme song about your, your event here?
1: Um I came up with a location. I, I think the Barclays Center. You know, I think Barclays Center wasn't even around uh at any point during both of these these years. Um but you think about the current NXT events that they have there, uh, some of the bigger uh, WWE events, that crowd is always very lively and they're looking for hard hitting action. And I think I'm going to bring that with what I have. Theme song, uh, it was just something that kind of came up today as I was listening to an old school mix CD uh, on my way home from getting an oil change was Here to Stay by Corn. Uh, I was never really too big of a Corn fan, but I loved that CD that came out, The Untouchables. And that song always gets me pumped up. So
0: Nice, nice. I actually uh, chose uh, a place that was constructed in 2010, and it was the Barclay Center. Oh, nice. So I chose the same <laughs> one. Uh, it opened up in 2012, so it's only been around for the last eight years or so. Um, and, and the song that I chose uh, was Kid Rock's Lonely Road of Faith. Um, if you haven't heard it, amazing song. Um, and since you don't have an event name, we're going to go with mine. Uh, it's in your house, one night only. Oh, ooh. so that's what we're doing. I, was... I originally went with "In Your House: Good Friends, Better Enemies," uh, but I, I'm going with "One Night Only." "One Night Only" comes from a '90s WWE pay per view. I think it was British Bulldog uh,
1: headline that pay per view over in uh, the UK. Very nice, very nice. So... I couldn't come up with a name. I was just, I was looking at different names, and I was like, I just can't, I can't choose one. all right so five on five what do you got all right so on the wwf side basically i got a team of cruiserweights and technicians so i got the japanese buds buzzsaw tajiri billy kidman the hurricane lance storm and captain chris jericho against nice wcws dean malenko ultimo dragon juventude guerrero ray mysterio and captain eddie guerrero i felt like these five i mean you would see dives flips different submission holds crazy double team triple teams what have you um And, you know, you think of WCW at that point, like what made them so different was the cruiserweight division. And those five were really the main players of that cruiserweight division. Uh, And WWE around that time, they kind of started um, utilizing the cruiserweight division a little bit more. And, uh, you know, the hurricane to Jerry Kidman were three pillars of that, that era's cruiserweight division. And then Lance Storm and and Chris Jericho, you know, Jericho did, you know, some of that cruiserweight stuff in WCW. He was more of a heavyweight when he came to WWF, WWE, whatever you call it. And Lance Storm was always just that technician. And he was actually a former cruiserweight champion later on in WCW. So I thought he would fit the bill as well. Um, Really, I see this matchup coming down to the, the last four, which would be Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero against Jericho and Lance Storm, you know, the former, um, you know, tag team, the thrill seekers, I see storm being eliminated by, uh, Ray Mysterio and then Eddie and Ray kind of teaming up on, on Jericho. Um, however, you know, there's a little bit of, uh, uh tomfoolery going around and, and basically, uh, you know, Jericho kind of hits Ray into Eddie Guerrero causes a little bit of commotion and uh jericho's a- able to roll up eddie and eddie's you know obviously angry with that short-tempered um goes to walk away instead hits Rey mysterio in the back with a chair um, uh, turning on his his own partner and jericho puts him in the walls of jericho for ray to tap out and for team wwf to take the win
0: Nice, nice. That sounds like an exciting match. I did not put that much effort into. <laughs> 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 that was like how the, the only match. Go. Go. that
1: was the only match I was really like. This is going. Right. It's going
0: to end. Nice, nice. Tell us what you think. Um, I did uh, did rethink this. This will be on YouTube. There just you just won't see our nice faces. You, you'll probably see some sort of logo. So feel free to to write some comments either on YouTube or Facebook. Um yeah yeah but uh five on five sounds like a great match i do have a different one all right um so i went with something a little similar so on the wcw side i went with the radicals Uh, i'm calling the radicals i know they were the radicals in wwf but uh chris benoit dean malenko saturn eddie guerrero and chris jericho um he wasn't part of the uh, the radicals on the move over but they came very close uh to one another uh in their their debuts over in wwf but wcw versions uh, versus the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, and X-Pac. Uh, X-Pac kind of an addition in there, with the the Hardys and Edge and Christian, obviously have a lot of chemistry, um, and I just needed a fifth, so X-Pac <laughs> um, made the cut. But, um, so, um, on this one, uh, I mentioned that the Radicals are the ones who are going to pull off the upset here. Uh, I have it ending with uh, just two people in the ring, Chris Benoit on the WCW side, and X-Pac, um, are in the ring and Chris Benoit headbutts X-Pac from the top rope. Um, and he takes the win for the five on five. Now in my head, I wasn't thinking of an elimination. Um, so those are just the two that are in the ring uh, on the five on five. But Chris Benoit ends up getting the clean win over X-Pac. I had X-Pac take the loose. Uh, the loss. Hardy Boys and Christian say good. Um, you know, they don't, they don't take the hit. There's always got
1: to be somebody um, who, you know. Is subjected yeah. to the loss. Like you, you know, like yeah. if Anybody's gonna take the pinfall. It's gonna be that guy. And X Pac can handle it. Um, yeah.
0: so he'll, he'll, he'll be good. Um, so uh, radicals were some of my favorite uh, coming in over to WWF. I was so shocked to see them at ringside. Uh, Chris Jericho, if if I can remember right, came in afterwards.
1: No, he was um, there before because he. Oh, he was he there before. He okay, did the whole promo on on the Rock, on the Rock
0: right? That was, that was around 99, I think, but,
1: uh, but
0: anyways, yeah, so that's my, uh, that's my five and five, All right. um, m- moving into the opener, um, the opener is a big one for me and it's actually my favorite match on the card. Um, this is going to be a hell in a cell. What was your opener? Uh, it's been, Yeah. Yeah. We're going oh, right geez. into it. Okay. Um, so hell in a cell opener. Uh, you know, WWF these days, what they do is they make the opener just as good, if not better, sometimes than than later in the card. You want to get the audience, you know. Well, that was the five on
1: five, wasn't um,
0: it? Um. Uh, it, it was. I cut
1: this is my pre-show. Oh, that was your pre-show. Was all my, right, all right.
0: <laughs> now this is the first opener of a match that means something. You know, it's like it's like the five on five was my New Japan uh gotcha. match uh opener is like okay this means something. This is the third match between these two. It's gonna be Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in a Hell in a Cell with Vince McMahon as the special guest referee. We are going to end this feud. This is the rubber match. So after Survivor Series 96 and WrestleMania 13, they were tied. Bret Hart uh, in this one is going to go over. Bret Hart wins with a middle rope, elbow drop. Not a huge move, but it's because Vince turns on Austin during the sharpshooter in a twist version of the screw job. And um we see the Montreal Screwjob on how you're
1: starting off the show.
0: This is how I'm starting off the I... show.
1: It's only gonna get worse <laughs> from here. Dude, this is this is <laughs> I mean WCW booking right here. So
0: I have a title later, so I you know my main event's a title match. I, I happen to think titles should end pay per views. Yeah. Um but this is my favorite match of all. It's Brett, Austin, Hell in a cell. Vince McMahon, a lot of drama. Now, Vince stays out of it for the majority of this match. I wanted it to be a strict Bret Hart versus Austin, uh, kind of a WrestleMania 13 rematch, a little bit hardcore. Uh, they obviously don't go on top of the Hell in a Cell. They don't need to do that. Uh, they just use it, kind of, you know, hurt each other the whole time. You definitely see a figure four uh, down the turnbuckle uh, from Bret Hart. Uh, but it's not till the very end. Vince McMahon screws over Austin um and uh, we see that twist version of the screw job
1: um but yeah interesting all right all right all right bro bro all right see i went (laughs) i went left field i went with matches that we've never seen before at least to my knowledge um so i i am choosing my five on five as the opener that is the hot opener to get the crowd into it so after they see all those flips dives Turning on people, all that kind of stuff. Let's slow it down a little bit. My second match coming in from WCW is the powerhouse. Scott Norton against Brock Lesnar. So these two guys are just absolute behemoths. Massive muscle men out in this ring. And this is going to be a short and sweet match. They're just going to beat the living crap out of each other. Scott Norton, who at this point is a veteran, a New Japan legend. WCW, I wouldn't call him a legend, but he was definitely, he was up there. And Brock Lesnar coming in at this point was still in that rookie stage. Um, Brock Lesnar is going to take the win. He's going to show that he is the strongest. He is the fastest. I feel like I'm describing Bianca Belair, Uh, but Brock Lesnar is going to pick up (laughs) the massive Scott Norton on his shoulders and deliver that F5, and just you know from there catapult to the main event. So that is my that's my match right there.
0: Nice, nice. I know almost nothing about Scott Norton. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Brock Lesnar, obviously, you know I do know, I do know, but um, but I I agree with your Brock Lesnar going over.
1: Um so nice. What do you got? Oh I I guess I'm i so it's my turn. Yeah, I guess I'm next, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Alright. So we got so my third match. You ready for this one? You said are you sitting I'm down? Ready. I can't see you, so I don't know if you're sitting down or not. I am standing outside All right, actually. So this one is is more storyline driven. We got the game triple H versus Ooh, yeah, the Macho Man.
0: Now nice. you,
1: you might be asking yourself, well, how's the storyline driven? Well, anything think triple H is storyline driven, right? So <laughs> are you going inappropriate right now? Maybe. Um, so this is triple H managed by Stephanie McMahon. And there's going to be a little storyline in the beginning to kind of play towards the smart marks a little bit, because there's always been a rumor going around that Stephanie and Randy Savage had a little thing back in the day never been confirmed it's been mostly doubted and i i I highly doubt it was ever a real thing but they're going to play off of that and triple h is really going to start to get um, a little jealous of maybe the relationship between randy savage and stephanie behind the scenes Um, and they're going to play off of that um and basically it's going to come down to them battling back and forth you think about triple h always has these long cinematic kind of matches um and macho man's I mean, one of the most athletic, uh, performers ever in, in WWE. Um, so they're just going to go back and forth. Um, and basically it's going to come down to Stephanie getting involved in the match and out of nowhere, Miss Elizabeth is going to come in and pull down Stephanie from, from the rings, give her her own, you know, Stephanie slap kind of a little, you know, as Jerry Lawler screams cat fight in the background. Um, but Triple H is going to nail the macho man with his sledgehammer, give him the pedigree for the one, two, three, and Triple H and Stephanie go out victorious.
0: All right, all right. So just to add a little background to that too, I don't know if you know this, Randy Savage actually really liked Triple H uh, in their time uh, in WWF um, and often publicly complimented his wrestling ability. It was only when Triple H was doing a magazine interview. He labeled Macho Man a dinosaur. And Randy Savage's feelings were extremely hurt. Um, And he recorded a video in a gym uh, as the Macho Man addressing uh, some issues. So um, they actually, uh, Triple H starters and stuff. So there's probably a little background. They play a little
1: bit of the heat in the background. It
0: just ties right into it. There you go. All right, well, next is my mid-card match. Uh, I have The Rock versus Sting. Ooh, like uh, I'm like not that. sure that these guys ever, ever fought. Uh, I don't think so. Um, but The Rock versus Sting. Um, I like Sting. I think he's a great guy. I, I uh, think his matches are, are entertaining. The Rock, obviously, I'm not sure anyone beats him entertainment-wise, uh, even wrestling, he's a great wrestler. I'm not going to uh, uh, you know, fault him. Uh, he's not the best technical wrestler ever. Um, but I've always enjoyed his matches, no matter what. Um, so it would be a very entertaining match here. But I'm going to give it to The Rock, winning straight up with The Rock bottom on Sting. Um, however, at the end of this match, there will be a handshake in the middle of the ring. It will be reminiscent of The Rock and Hulk Hogan uh, doing the double lookout into the audience. Um, and there'll be a, a great admiration for The Rock and, and Sting as they go 21 minutes and 32 nice.
1: seconds. I, I was going to say, I, I did have The Rock on my card originally. But it got bumped for a main event that I felt was even better.
0: Okay, all right. Um, cool, all right. My next match is my tag team match uh right before the main event i went back and forth on this one i hope i'm not about to take yours i don't think i am but uh it is the brothers of destruction kane and the undertaker on the wwf side versus the outsiders too sweet kevin nash scott hall so kane and the undertaker uh versus the outsiders here uh four big men um all with um well i'd say you know Kevin Nash Scott Hall mediocre wrestling <laughs> skills um Kane and the Undertaker probably a little bit better we're not talking 95 razor um so you know in, in this way Kane and the Undertaker are going to win with double tombstones in the middle of the ring um and we do see uh the
1: brothers of destruction take the win nice i um i left undertaker and kane off the off the card um Wow, you are—you couldn't afford no, that. No, I was on a strict budget. What's going on, we have to book Scott uh, Scott Norton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it was in Japan. It would have been taken off. Well, money. Where's, uh you know, at least you could afford psychosis. I bumped him off the card. I, I bumped him for Malenko. So um so that was. Oh, Malenko's better. Good Malenko's trade. better. Um, all right. No, yeah. I went. I went a little left field with my my tag team match. I went with the APA, Bradshaw and Farouk versus the Faces of Fear, Meng and Barbarian. Wow! And okay. This is this is a <laughs> falls count anywhere tornado tag match. Just f- these four guys just beating the living crap out of each other. Um, when anybody talks about like who are the tough guys in professional wrestling there's a few names that pop up meng is always at the top of people's lists uh, this is a guy that there's rumors of him taking out complete bar rooms of people pulling out people's eyes just knocking people out in one punch like he he is the toughest of the tough guys and barbarian was up there too and barbarian did some really cool moves as well uh in the wrestling ring um his big boot was good did a diving headbutt he had a top rope belly to belly suplex Um, Which was pretty impressive for back in the day, and he was just a a big old dude. And then the APA; those were the guys. Like if you screwed up, Vince sent them out to legit go beat, you know, beat people up in the ring. They did to Public Enemy. Uh, They did to countless people. And you got Bradshaw just coming in there and hitting that that clothesline from hell. Um, I think these four just would destroy each other, you know, you add in different weapons on the outside of the ring, even going backstage. Um, I think you're just in for an all out brawl. Um, but at the end of the day, Bradshaw with that that clothesline, once you get hit with it, you're not getting back up. So I see him hitting the barbarian with that uh, on the APA taking the win. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I went I went left field.
0: What is your
1: what is your main event? for in your house one night only. Oh man. So, I I had a couple that I that I wrote down and I I chose this one um because of the technical abilities from both of these competitors and it's a match that we never got to see unfortunately. So, I'm looking at Brett the Hitman Hart versus Kurt Angle. Oh gosh, I didn't even think about them. And this match ends in a time limit draw, Oof. and it builds towards the next the next pay per view. I mean, well, it's one night only, hey, so we're never going to see it. But this is like back in the day when they used to book like <laughs> the WWF champion, for, um, sorry, like the AWA champion, like Nick Bockwinkle would go against you know Flair or somebody like that, and you never had a decisive winner. You know, it is it was to draw the people in. Um, and they would kind of do the same thing here. Um, you know, Bret Hart at this point was kind of at the, um, a turning point in his career. He just went over to WCW and and kind of fizzled, you know, to WCW's fault. And then Kurt Angle at this point was just a wrestling machine. Um, at this point he was just putting on classic matches, uh, with anybody and everybody that he was in the ring with, um, you know, Bret Hart always claimed to be the best technician, and then you had Kurt Angle, an Olympic gold medalist. You know, you think about um, the the counters and the reversals going back and forth between these two, each trying to put on you know their own submissions between the sharpshooter and the ankle lock. Um, I think they would just have a barn burner of a match. Um, and then you know Jr. <laughs> would just like lose his lid, and uh, Jerry Lawler would have no idea where he is. Um, you know, as usual. So. That is my main event, sir. What is yours? Mine's not as good as yeah, you yours. you um, the first match in a freaking Hell in a Cell match. I mean,
0: don't get me wrong. I love Bret Hart, Stone Cold, so I'm happy with that. But, but I didn't think about Kurt Angle and Bret Hart. That would have been great. Uh, my main event, I chose um, not realizing later that they actually have fought uh, in the past. Um, I must have missed it or just forgotten about it or maybe it just wasn't good um but anyways my main event for the championship is triple h versus hollywood oh. hulk hogan uh i had no idea that they had fought back at backlash 2002 um at that time uh it was hollywood hulk hogan defeating triple h for the undisputed wwf championship um and i think the month after uh it was hogan and okay. the undertaker um, but uh, I don't remember it for some reason. It was a stacked card though. Eddie Guerrero and Rob Van Dam, uh, Kurt Angle and Edge, uh, Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, so, I mean, it had its crap too. Uh, Scott Hall and Bradshaw, um, and Big Show and versus Justin Credible and oh, yeah, Steven I remember Richards. That. Um, and then the match before Billy and Chuck defeating <laughs> Al Snow and Maven, uh, but whatever. Classic. So that was, that was your 2002 backlash, but Uh, Anyways, Triple H versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Triple H comes to the ring along with Stephanie McMahon. Uh, Great uh, 13-minute match here, Uh, but Triple H uh, does go over Uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Uh, You know, it it, it was – so the way we, we ended it here is Stephanie hands Triple H the sledgehammer. He hits Hogan in the head and does a lazy pedigree with a limp Hulk Hogan. So he doesn't have to take it very well, anyway. He's halfway knocked out, um, and Triple H does take yes. the win for that.
1: Um, but anyways, that's that's my main event. So good. Are um, those are our Did, cards. Those are good. Did you have yeah. any matches, um, you know, that you thought about, or you know, were your your backup matches?
0: Um, you know, I didn't have a lot of backup matches. Um, if I could, I would have. I would have put Lita on the card. Um, there was just no really, really good WCW women uh, at the time, um, but but Lita would have been on the card for me. Um, there was people I wish I could have gotten. on. I did have the Dudley Boys in the original tag match, um, but I ended up not not utilizing them over um, Edge and Christian and the Hardys. Um, Brock is just not my cup of tea, um, but I get um, you know the appeal there. Um, yeah, I mean that, that's that's pretty much it on the on the WWF side. Um, there are people I always liked, but I just I, I don't know if I'd include them on a card. I liked Test yeah. back in the day. I thought he was really cool. Um, I really like Diamond Dallas Page, um, but I just don't think that he really holds matches that well. Um, Goldberg was a huge get, but I don't I don't like Goldberg personally um, for match quality. Um, so Buff Bagwell was always a fun dude. Um, I did have the Steiner brothers in mind. I was going to do a Steiner brothers Dudley boys. Mm-hmm uh tag match but i i ended up uh you know replacing that with the brothers of destruction
1: so i I had a few you know other matches that i i went back and forth with so my backup tag match was going to be the outsiders versus the hardies i just thought you know size versus speed would would be a good matchup yeah um everybody always Mm -hmm. talks about you know undertaker versus sting as being a dream matchup again i i wanted to go left field so i went sting versus kane uh i had regal oh, versus okay. Malenko, which i'm sure has already happened um for my undertaker match i would have actually liked to see him go against um wcw raven because raven at that point was a very okay. uh, manipulative person uh, master on the microphone and he also had his flock so i think kind of that distraction towards the undertaker um i think that would be some really cool promos against each other maybe not the Maybe not the greatest match in the That's world, true. but I think um the the lead up to it would be really cool. Um I did have another Scott Norton match. <laughs> so if you've never seen Scott Norton, you gotta <laughs> freaking watch him. Oh my god, he was he was awesome. But I had Scott Norton Scott Norton versus Mark Henry. Uh just two strong men going okay. at it, but I thought Brock would have been the more athletic uh option there. And then I had Dean Malenko versus Kurt Angle. Uh, again, just, you know, tech, technical matchup there. And then yeah, I was, this is the one I was torn on. So I had Brett versus angle. I, I was really neck and neck with rock versus Brett. Oh
0: so,
1: uh, um, yeah. That would have been good too. Brett and yeah, angle would have been a better wrestling, like, wrestling match. You know, rock could try to put on his crappy sharpshooter and Brett, you know, t- trying to show him like, no, this is, this is the way you do it. But I think. I think they would have had some cool stuff on the mic too, <laughs> you know, that with their promos back and forth, you know, Brett was always that straight laced kind of dude. Yeah. And, um, you know, the rock always had that, uh, bravado about him and the, the, the humor. But I think when it came down to needing to be more serious, he could do it. <laughs> and I, I just, I thought they would have a really, you know, Brett brings the best out of people. And I think that would have been really great. So, but this was, this was fun. Nice. Um, I liked I liked your your matches uh, I like that we kept it a surprise from each other. Yeah, yeah, it was it's it was
0: really interesting to see how uh we went in different directions uh in everything yeah. but the Barclays Center. So, um I think we both can agree however the dark match uh definitely would have been uh Larry Sabisco uh versus Sean Stasiak. Uh, oh, that would have man. been our our dark match.
1: Yeah. You know, I I probably would have went with <laughs> um Chuck and, and and Billy versus um Laparca and Psychosis.
0: All right, well I mean Actually, that would have been, been a have decent match. I, I, I was going, going for really real crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would have went with the big valbowski versus um Eric Bischoff oh, okay. for the dark match. And on that note, folks. <laughs> Yeah. So, hey, thanks for joining us on this bonus episode of the audio only You Dad Me at Hello podcast. Uh, We will be doing uh, more of these bonus episodes uh, or audio only episodes in the future, depending on how um, or if uh, Andy pays for his Internet. So uh, we hope (laughs) we hope you enjoyed this. Um, uh, Maybe we'll make a cool video to go along with this on YouTube. If not, you'll just see a cool logo for the entire 30 minutes. So um, we hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day. Please make sure that you are subscribing uh, and commenting on Facebook or YouTube and subscribing also on on all of our audio podcasts, wherever you listen to it, Spotify, uh, Google, Apple, uh, et cetera. So thank you for joining us. Have a great day. Talk to you later. (laughs)